Hello, readers of Every Word, and welcome to Every Word 365. I'm your host, Christina Munoz Madsen. Today, we're reading Genesis 3 through 5. Wow, a lot happening in today's reading. Even if you don't have your Bible yet, try to zoom in on the overview, my daily walk, and insight from the photo that I included in an email and posted in the Facebook group. They're so good and mostly about temptation. Wow, talk about not wasting any time and getting right to it. It says, Satan, like a fisherman, baits his hook according to the appetite of the fish. Ouch. Uh, It's just, again, very, very good at relating our readings to our own lives so we can really have good takeaways on this journey as we experience the entire Bible beginning to end. So you may have heard this question before, but it's great to think about. So where was Adam when Eve bit the apple? Although Eve is the one that ate from the forbidden fruit, Adam was with her and also ate when she gave it to him. Although he quickly tries to place the blame on her and even on God by saying, the woman you gave me, haven't we all heard our kids do that when they get in trouble? When he gets busted and he does that so quickly, isn't that a crazy? Haven't we all tried to blame others for our shortcomings? I know I have. We weren't the first and we won't be the last. So I'm curious to know what it was like for you to read the creation story. This is something that many of us know. Many of us have heard and many of us have been taught about it from the pulpit, from pastors, but to read every word of it, even if you have before, to read it in context from the creation right into the fall of man. It almost makes you sad, but that's why there's a whole story to come about after the fall. So I'm curious to know what you thought about reading every word of this. So how about the foreshadowing of Jesus? Did you catch it? If not, go back and read Genesis 3.15. Included is, he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. This is known, this was my other bonus question, as the Proto-Evangelium. Throw that word out in Sunday school sometime. You'll sound really smart. It's considered the first gospel. It's known as the first reference to Jesus just three chapters into the Bible. We talk a lot about the New Testament's not until October 1st, and it's the story of Jesus. But Jesus existed from the beginning of time, something that's really hard to wrap our brains around. But here we are in Genesis 3. And there is the first reference to the gospel. He is Jesus and you is Satan, AKA the serpent, meaning the devil will be striking at our heels constantly, but Jesus will crush Satan's head, killing Satan and winning the war. Yay, can I get an amen? If you've seen the movie, Passion of the Christ, the director actually created the scene, even though it never actually happens in the Bible, and showed Jesus crushing the snake's head after the snake had bitten his heel. I am including a link to that scene in the movie in case you want to see it. Remember, artistic license. So movies, books, anything that is based on the Bible is probably based on the Bible and could be very accurate, but it also could be artistic license. And so that's why it's good to read the Bible, know what's in here and know what sometimes has been taken, maybe out of context, maybe not. In this case, they decided to make Satan very androgynous looking. Again, that is creative license. So it doesn't say that that's what he looks like. Okay. So just keep that in mind, but it is pretty cool scene to see that be remade on the big screen. And I just love how Jesus is pointed to so many years before he's born. I think that is so cool. So I am including a link from Got Questions on the Proto-Evangelium that we just read about in Genesis. 
Then comes the world's first murder, the first of many, I might add. Here are some articles and insight about Cain and Abel. I'm including some links from Got Questions in case you have more questions about it. I find it so fascinating that so early on, we go to murder, one of the worst things that we as humans can do to each other. And here it is in the beginning of Genesis. Also including more on what was the mark that God put on Cain. In Genesis 4.15, it talks about a mark that he puts on Cain. And there is a reference that it's a theory regarding racism. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm saying it is a theory and I'm including more in the links in the podcast description in case you want to read more about that. Also, why wasn't Cain's punishment death? That's in Genesis 4.14. Very interesting article that you can read more about that. And that's why I'm including a link there as well. I want to remind you that you don't have to read all these links. This is just if you want more. The reading is most important. Get that done first. Then if you want to dig a little bit deeper, you can go to all the links that I offer. I love that gotquestions.org often notes that the answer is unknown. We are not meant to know every answer to every question, but I believe it's good for the mind and the soul to learn and study as much as we can. And yes, chapter five was very monotonous, but descendants, especially with regards to Jesus's lineage, are very important in the Old Testament. If you thought that was boring, just wait until we get to numbers. I'm kind of being funny, but not really. Stick with us, hang around, and remember that every word in the Bible is there for a reason. So try not to gloss over it. Try to take it in and pray to God that he teaches you what he wants you to learn through these readings. Tomorrow's reading is Genesis 6 through 9 for those of you that don't have your Bibles yet. And I promise I won't always have this much to say in the podcast. There's just so much big stuff that happens early on. So don't forget to join our Facebook group. I'm including a link to that as well. It is different from the 2023 group. It's a new group for 2024. And I know some of you have already done this, but please consider a small group to do this study with. Trust me, you will need to lean on each other as this gets more difficult. It's always really exciting in the beginning and we're sharing and we're talking, but I promise you it gets harder and harder the further we go. So you really want someone to hold your hand and ask you, what did you think of the reading today? Have a conversation about it. Just check up on you. Make sure that you're doing the reading. Friendly accountability is huge to surviving this journey. With that, we will enjoy tomorrow's story, which includes the story of Noah. Happy reading.